3: Again. I love
0: it.
2: How come we're not playing the car selling secrets jingle? It's not car selling secrets yet. Why not? What? <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to the family with
1: Doug Sprinthal. And Andy Brampernard. And Bob Marley. And we'll,
2: yeah. we'll Bob Marley also, okay. it works for me, man. We will be right back, kick things off. Doug, you want to do a live? What do you sure, want Sure, I'll do? do a live one. All right, I'm ready.
4: I, we have a new marketing slogan thanks to a listener. I get uh, a lot of people reaching out to me at Doug at Walzer.com. This guy is a Facebook friend of mine, longtime KQ listener. He uh, got a hold of me couple of days ago and says, hey, my dad wants to buy a late model used Highlander. Can you hook him up? So I said, hmm, who do we know that sells used Toyotas? Well, our good friend Jerry over at Toyota. So they got him a new a used Highlander, a 2017. This guy was so happy. He's been blasting stuff all over Facebook. And I think he came up with our new slogan. I passed it on to her marketing director and she went, that's actually not bad. And it's you can never go wrong with Walzer. So thank you very much, uh, family. Thanks for buying a car from us, and thanks for reaching out. It's just wonderful to get – it's good to hear positive things, especially this week.
2: Yeah. As Michael Bryant would say, (laughs) (laughs) walzer.com. Michael Bryant,
4: Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest?
2: And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you gotta be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: no,
2: yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Piece of music. He yeah, likes baby. a lot. man ba that bummer. My um, daughter playing I tell clarinet you in that part. She's awesome. I know you were telling me that. Yeah. Absolutely. It was really nice this morning because I woke up this morning and I checked the uh, the whole deal. And it's just like, oh, God. Um, I, but luckily, it went on the air and it just started out and it just flowed. So yeah. I felt so much better being on the air than being off the air and looking at this psychosis that continues in America So just to be on the air, you know how lucky we are to be able to sit on the air and talk to people about this stuff.
4: This is going to sound like the biggest ass-kissing thing that I've done, although it's early in the year. But I flipped on the morning show about eight thirty for that very reason. I'm like, God, I just I feel like somebody's standing on my chest, and you guys are, you know, telling dick jokes and screwing around. I'm like, yeah, you know what? (laughs) Exactly. This is perfect. (laughs) That's all you need.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we recovered the four people that died, and you know that. The sadness there, and we're very sad. And certainly, the the young woman who was shot to death for no damn reason whatsoever. Has there, um, has we have there learned been any
4: report about why she was shot? I know she was there, and they were no. trying to break into the Capitol, but or into the rotunda or whatever it was.
2: I do not know what it is, but I, I've already learned, ladies and gentlemen, um, that there there's no reconciliation coming. It's not going to happen no, it's because. Not. Because the news media and late-night talk shows and Chuck Schumer, that prick, is another Mitch McConnell. They're the same person. Uh, Isn't it time to say, okay, we need to stop. You can't be charging the Capitol. That's way out of line. We need to get together and reconcile and get this thing done. You guys have full power now. Could you show some class and shut up? Because Trump won't shut up, apparently. So maybe somebody should.
4: I think what, what they need, think? actually, in the Senate is a good optician. Think about it. Chuck well, Schumer and, yeah. and McConnell, what do they have in common? Worst eyeglasses in the world. Schumer's don't even They'll fit. <laughs>
1: well, they were, true. They were uh, and fashionable 50 McConnell, years ago when they bought them.
4: McConnell looks like bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: I mean here you go here's the Wall Street Journal headline for today. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about this. It's just it is time now for leadership to step up and say, "Okay, all of you shut up. Everybody's good to go. Everybody you know the the Republicans had their time in 2016 when they had it all. Now you guys in 2021 have it all. We're good to go. Shut up and do your jobs and stop with the hatred for Christ's sake." Yeah, don't get, you think?
4: I got bad news for you though and I I don't know. I I was listening on the way over, and um, there's a Republican congressman from Illinois and Schumer calling for impeachment. I'm like,
1: God. It's like, really? We've got, what, two weeks? Yeah. With Twelve days to go. Yeah. Twelve days to, to go. we to write up the, uh, That's right. the articles oh, God. of impeachment.
4: Uh, it just it gives me an
2: ice cream headache. It's, yeah. I know. Chuck Schumer might be one of the worst human beings. The only worse human being I know than Chuck Schumer is Amy Schumer. So there you <laughs> go. So there you have it right He can
4: occasionally (laughs) at least be funny. I think Chuck has no sense of humor at all. And he can't read. Oh,
2: God, no. He can't read. No, well, Joe Biden can't read. Donald Trump can't read. None of them can read. I, I just think we need to find one person who has the balls to stand up and say, okay, this is over now. Enough with the sniping at one another, the name calling. It's your fault. It's your fault. Nothing good can come of it. Nothing. So why can't they shut up? We already got Doc Rivers, NBA coach. Doc Rivers. Imagine if those people storming the Capitol had been black. Oh my God. Yeah, Doc. That's what you want to do is turn this into a race thing now. I mean, Jesus. Is it ever? You think it'll ever stop?
4: I don't, that's the question on everybody's <laughs> mind, isn't it? You Seriously, like to think it's going to get better. Weed. I mean, you know, five days ago we're all like. Oh, thank God 2020 is over. Well, that lasted about four and a half days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now exactly.
2: 2020
4: is the good old days.
2: <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like it. I, I just we need I don't, care, I don't know where we're going to find them. They're not in the political world other than a few people. There are a few politicians that know what they're doing. But we need some some men and women to step up and say, this has got to stop. This is not all about sex. It's not all about race. It's not all about orientation. This is about being American now, and we need to come together and shut the hell up.
4: I think we just need... Just for a while. For a Senate Majority Leader, I'm voting for Dave Chappelle. If anybody gives him any well, shit, he'll works. just look at him and he'll just take him apart like a comedians do with hecklers.
2: See, I think that's a wonderful idea. Dave Chappelle is the President of the United States. But, you know, the thing you just brought up is exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to impeach a guy who's leaving in two weeks anyway? So you want to piss away even more of the
4: taxpayers' money. Well, and it's even going to, you know, not that we're the, we're the country's about to come together in the next few weeks, but I know, I know. <laughs> that'll pretty much ensure that nothing good happens.
2: It's just, these people, they, they get this power and they can't control themselves. They just can't. can't. And I, I love this, too. Police weren't prepared, authorities say. Yeah, because the cops just assumed, for the first time in history, that a mob was going to storm the Capitol. Actually, I mean, come you know, on. I was—I
4: don't remember where I saw it. I got—I got just sucked into it. So I was watching TV with the, my stepson about seven hours yesterday. But apparently, in 1952 or three. There was uh, Puerto Rican separatist movements that broke into the Capitol and the shot capital a bunch of stuff. The capital has been yeah. sieged
1: multiple in times, In fact, there's still bullet has holes really? in yeah. the rotunda God.
4: from that event.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, I didn't even know that.
4: The Brits did the best job in 1814 <laughs> yes, when they just they burned did. the thing to the ground. Right.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. But, I, yeah, so, see, I didn't know about, well, that would have been, I would have been a year Yeah, I I
4: I had never heard that story before. I'd be like, Wow. <laughs>
2: But yet the cops could not assume that these nut jobs were going to storm the Capitol. I mean, you do the best job you can, and uh, unfortunately, one woman lost her life. Three others, you said, had heart attacks and died. Well, they said medical,
4: I'm assuming, was heart attacks. Medical medical
2: emergencies,
1: which, yeah, most
4: likely means,
1: yeah, they had a heart attack.
2: You
4: you never know. They
1: might
2: have fallen down. Stroked (laughs) out.
1: Who knows? Here's what we need in this
2: country, and I'm very serious about this. If you're going to do anything... Uh, we need a stronger leadership who doesn't have to go. Uh, you're mean to me. Uh, you hurt my feelings. Dave shut Chappelle up and nobody lead. hurts his feelings. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. No, nobody hurts his feelings. I love that about him. Then you got uh, you know Facebook and Twitter already banning this and banning that. Facebook and Twitter should be shut down forever. Yes, they they're should. horrible.
1: Hundred percent agree, and we're people. streaming live on Facebook right now when I say that. So, well, yeah, yeah, interestingly enough,
4: uh, Twitter was on the ropes before Trump got elected. Uh,
1: yeah, it, he, and his yeah, heavy that was Twitter the worst thing Trump did brought is it, make brought Twitter it back to life because
4: they were almost out of business. Yep. Actually, in two thousand, well, they were yeah fifteen or so.
2: Well, you ever seen that fruitcake? Jesus, what a goofball that guy is! I don't who Jack, who, who? Jack Dorsey.
0: I don't Jack know anything Dorsey, about
2: yeah. him. Oh God. He looks like Grizzly Adams, for Christ's sake, only a tiny Grizzly Adams. He's got this really long beard, and he's got the nose ring, and he's got, you know, he's a hipster. That's what he is. He's got to wear the uniform. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to wear the uniform, exactly.
4: I get people that reach out and follow me, and I always tell them, there's really nothing to see here. The only thing I ever use Twitter for... As if I'm trying to get a hold of a company about a problem.
1: Basically, yeah. A couple
4: of well, yeah. maybe a year yeah. ago, Sun Country's Airlines website was all screwed up and you couldn't make changes and they weren't answering the phone. And I get on Twitter and you know, four minutes later, somebody's calling me up and they fixed it. Yeah. So it's good for that.
1: That's what mom says. They use yeah, it to complain.
4: <clears throat> well, I, I, I never, bla- you know, just like, hey, I need some help. Can you help me? Oh, all right. Well, I go.
2: used to go, "Why you son of a bitch!" It was wonderful. Well, yeah, that was a while ago, though. Was that?
4: Were you in Twitter Wars? Is that what uh, kind of did you in? Yeah.
2: No, I wasn't in Twitter Wars. I just tell everybody to go f themselves. <laughs> it was wonderful. At it was wonderful. It was that's a synonym. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a synonym. No, I I just uh, yeah, it was not for me because it was it was one of those kind of deals when people. I just have never ever liked cowards who will snipe at you and bark at you when they know there's no danger coming from you because you're on digital,
0: you're on you're on big
2: tech. You know, you want to be a tough guy, then come to my house or not my house because my wife lives there, but come to wherever, and I I told him West End Plaza, come to the studio. Yeah, West End Plaza, absolutely. Well, no, just before I got off Twitter, I said, all you people on Facebook and Twitter, I'll be outside 2000 Southeast Elm Street at 10.05. Come on over, tough guys. We'll see how it works out for you. Nobody showed up. And then I realized, this is all insane. And that's why I said, it's over. I can't do this anymore. Just I hate those guys who act like tough guys. I hate that. Yeah. You know, I've seen, I've met tough guys, and you and I and Andy are not tough guys. There are some real tough guys out there, I'll tell you that. I wouldn't invite them to 2000 Southeast Elm Street, I can promise you.
4: <laughs> Everybody
2: oh, like except Norbert.
4: for Kendall Norberg, mm-hmm. meet me outside. Yeah, Kendall. Kendall I love you.
2: <laughs> Kendall, I believe, was on Facebook and Twitter for two days and said, this is not for me, and dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. days, he lasted. And I could see that because he's another one of those guys. Yeah, You'd never say that to his face. I can guarantee you'd never say it to his face. And,
4: and it's funny because you talk about how tough he is. I've o- I think I've only met him twice, been down in Chicago and one other time. He seems like the nicest guy in the world.
2: Well, he's a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. You just don't want to piss him off. Yeah. But he's really good unless you mess with his family and his friends. And you start doing that, you got
1: problems.
4: And I was smart enough Which not to go out on a Scotch uh, exhibition with him and Molina and uh, oh. Fitz at 1 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, you guys oh. have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of practice, yeah. but I'm not that much of a professional. Yeah, I understand that completely. I'd still be wandering around down there. Yeah.
2: That was a great time. You believe that was almost four years ago already? It, Three and a, and a half years ago. In a way,
4: ago. it seems longer than that, doesn't it? It does,
1: actually. Yeah, I, suppose, I think yeah.
4: last year really made time sort of stretch. It just yeah. got so crazy.
1: Well, it's not well, stopping. I suppose
4: that is true.
1: So we're all going to, well, hey, you wanted to live forever. We're going to feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Life will like never end. Forever.
2: Yeah, it's, it's true. All right, let's Before take a break
1: on. so I can call Tim. Okay.
2: Timmy Lammers, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back with the family.
1: (coughs) Tom Bernard with my
2: buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different
4: types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need. Yeah,
2: they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need
4: Bilski. Tommy, our whole team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most.
2: Why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You know, I love our listeners. Always have, always will. Um, <laughs> you know how Michael Bryant, every time he's on this show or the morning show, he always ends everything with Walzer.com. You know how he does that all the time, Dougie?
1: Was oh, Doug not there? He's there. I think God. maybe his headphones are dead no. or something.
4: I don't know what happened. Ah. They must have died. Uh, there's Can a you handle this or not?
1: Headphones have been dying a lot
2: lately. I don't know why. Because this is such a professional outfit, just like the KQ Morning Show. Very professional. Well, of course. No question about it. Well, the problem with wired
1: headphones I mean, is wires all over the place. All better? Yeah. There we go.
2: There we go. I thought you were ignoring
1: me. No, no, no. I was just explaining
2: to you that uh, Michael Bryant, whenever he's on this show or the morning show. It doesn't matter what the deal is or whatever. He always ends with Bradshaw, and I mean, he always ends with Walzer.com. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't heard him do that?
4: I have heard him a couple of times. I pay him on the side for that. <laughs> because it's It's, it's called guerrilla marketing.
2: It's a shiny <laughs> gorilla for
4: you, Mike. Thank you very much.
2: So the fact that he always goes Walzer.com <laughs> at the end of everything he says <laughs> is from Joe in Louisville. It's about time Well got his shit together and showed up. Bradshaw and Bryant. Oh, very funny. <laughs> he ends with the Bradshaw and Bryant. Our listeners are wonderful. Hey, they really
4: congratulations you know, on your uh, two month uh, medal there, Joe. He posted yeah, that absolutely. on Facebook. That I don't thru- know oh, if you yeah. saw that. I saw it. It's, uh, it's, a, it's I a good thing, man.
2: Indeed, it's been, what, what has it been for me now, Andy? Nine years, eight years? How long has it been? Uh, it was I, remember, I don't even remember what shortly year. Shortly
1: after the podcast started, I think.
4: I think it was yeah, probably
1: about eight years
4: then. Either, was it the fall of 12 or early 13, I think?
1: Yeah. One of
2: the two.
4: You'd think you'd be better after it all that ago. time.
2: You mean mentally? <laughs> no <Yeah>. improvements whatsoever. <laughs> no improvement whatsoever, other than not threatening to kill anyone. So that's a good part of it. Other that. than that. Oh, here we go. See, again, from Joe from Louisville. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. Fantastic, Pally. Isn't that great? I mean, that's the one thing about being on the same show, I guess, for 35 years, is you develop, you know, relationships with people, whether they're all on Twitter or Facebook or on the phone or text messages or whatever. In Joe's case, the first time I ever met Joe, he asked me to come to his house and meet his mother and father. I had never even met him. And I went over there, nicest damn people you'd ever want. I mean, Joe's not a great guy, but his parents are really nice. Yeah, but his family are really nice people. Yeah. You know, it has to be balanced in
4: the universe, right?
2: That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You'll appreciate that, I guarantee you. But no, it was really, really good for me to start talking on that morning show. And I, I literally had to tell everybody before we started, because it didn't happen, so I can I can tell you what I told them. At uh about five thirty-three this morning I said no one is going to go on this show and debate anything about what happened last night. We can talk about it, but we're not going to debate it. We're not going to say, oh, civil wars are coming. You know, We're not doing that. And I just want everybody up front to know it ain't going to happen. People are too on edge to be talking that way and that kind of stuff. So we kept it, I mean, we talked about the sadness, the woman getting shot, you know, the other three people dying, and how 35 people now have died in the peaceful protests and the charging the Capitol, you know. That's the other thing, Doug, that I cannot stand is all of a sudden, and look, what those assholes did yesterday charging the Capitol is way out of line and it should have never happened. And what do you think you're doing? This is the United States But for all of those late-night talk show hosts, I'll just be appalled by this. I know. It's been going on all year, and I haven't heard you say a word about it because it was your guys doing it. Uh, Eight months of a riot being the language
1: of the unheard, and now all of a sudden it's the worst thing to happen to this country. Do you like riots or not? Which I I do agree. Do not be charging the capital of the United
2: States of America. Don't be doing that.
4: Crap. Yeah, that that just felt really, really weird for me. I, you know, I'm all. F- yeah. I grew up in the demonstration era, right in the '60s and '70s, and it was the way young people uh, voiced their opinion, right, wrong, or indifferent to government. It was rarely violent. Every once in a while, something had happened. Right. But- right. And so when, when the riots broke out in Minneapolis this summer, I'm like, man, this is just going too far. But I just like, you know, I, I, it for some reason, and I've been to the Capitol a few times, and maybe calling it sacred ground is a little bit of an overstatement, but to, just to see it get trashed like that, that was really hard to watch. And I it, and it would have had the same reaction regardless of the affiliation of the people that did it. I,
2: it just, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know, Dougie. We're just going to try to slog through it, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really am hoping that somebody stands up, and I, I guess it would have to be Joe Biden, but he's doing it, too, so he's I don't know if he's going to. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to do it. It's just, if I were the president of the United States, just president-elect, I would say to everybody, okay, it stops now. The American people don't need this. They don't need to be told who the bad guys are. They know who the bad guys are and the good guys are. Shut up and serve the people. There you go. That's fair, isn't it?
4: Yeah. Do you hear hear my joke from yesterday? A black guy Um, and a Jewish guy walk into a bar in Atlanta, and the bartender says, What'll it be, Senators? (laughs) I like it! It's a brand new joke there, baby. I think I stole it from somebody, actually, but I thought, well, this is cute.
2: Doesn't matter if you stole it or not, it's still funny. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: It's... it's still funny. I think that's very funny, actually. So Tim, you know, do you think that was funny?
3: Timmy, I Tim think, I think is funny.
2: Thank you, Tim, 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 Tim.
3: I look just looked something that. up.
2: I, I, I want you guys. Um, I want you guys to tell me if you think this is a problem. I looked. I looked up a business that I have to get a hold of tomorrow. I'm trying to figure out, you know, where I'm headed and how I'm going to get there and what time I'm going to go and all that stuff. Okay, you want to know the address of this place?
4: Martin Luther King Drive.
2: Uh, This is the actual address they have posted on their website. This is on their own website. And I'm going to change the name of the street to Hennepin Avenue. It's not Hennepin Avenue, but I'm going to change it to Hennepin Avenue just for the hell of it. Okay, you ready? Ready. Ready. This is where I'm going tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. According to their website, I need to go to Hennepin Avenue, and the address is 504-343-222-401-40000.
1: I don't think so. What? That's the longest so, street so in it's the an, universe. That's <laughs> the longest. It's like five hundred four billion miles. Like GPS long. coordinates. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange.
2: <laughs> that's on. That's on their website. It actually says that on their website.
4: Hmm. It's like, what
2: the hell are you doing? Uh, and you know what the real address is? I checked for the... Re- you know what the real address is? 12? Yeah. Uh, 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even lower. <laughs> Not kidding. Even lower. It's 2. It's almost, That's the actual address. <laughs> well, sounds like it's like a <laughs> integer underflow or something happening. I don't know.
2: I guess so, probably.
1: So,
3: Timmy... Yes, sir, Tommy.
1: Have you charged any capitals
3: lately? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I I can't think of a better time to be living out in the hinterlands where I live and try to just keep to myself, you know? That's basically the way I like to live my
1: life. (laughs) Melissa and I might be moving to South Dakota sooner than we thought. Really? No one can bother you out there.
3: (laughs) You know, it's one of these things where you can... Uh, you know, you, look, I mean, obviously the business we're in, we, it's just part of what we do. I mean, you can't avoid the news. But, uh, God, I'm just getting, getting closer and closer to living in a cave every day.
1: Yeah, I agree.
3: Yeah.
1: So, Andy, do you think you actually will move soon? I Honestly, I think we might, depending on the reaction to all this. You know, if they yeah. use it as an excuse to make the divide even worse and start, you know creating underclasses of people then the best thing you can do is just leave okay so i i will ask tim and doug because
4: so wait, wait 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 andy you basically just said they have no class in south dakota
1: well <laughs> oh i don't have any nice. class either so i'll fit right in <laughs>
4: I'm sorry hey, tom go ahead.
2: no 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 it's no big deal i forgot what i was gonna say it's not a big deal um yeah i don't i don't remember it if it was that important, I would have remembered. No, I just, it, was, it had something to do with, uh, no, I don't remember, actually. Wow. I, I'm still trying to get that address down of four five zero oh, four three four three zero zero. 4300 <laughs> I still can't believe it. So I should tell you guys up front, and, and you don't judge Tim because he gets so excited because he just loves Liam Neeson's new movie. He's just so whipped <laughs> up about it. <laughs> He can't. Uh, he can't handle it. He has a, new I have movie. a
3: particular set of skills.
2: I have a particular set of skills, and you need to answer to me.
1: Yeah, what the hell is that, man? Apparently, he has a whole lot of movies coming out, made in oh, Italy. Does? The Marksman, Honest Thief. They're all coming out in the next year.
3: Yeah. Really. Wow.
1: So, which one well, are you I- talking about here?
3: I, I didn't want to interrupt Tommy's question, but I will say that Liam Neeson's got to be thankful for stuff like what happened yesterday happening because it makes people not think about what he said before as much.
1: Yeah,
2: I suppose that is true. I, I don't know, Timmy. How are you gonna? How old are your children now?
3: I have a twenty-eight-year-old, a twenty-five-year-old, a twenty-year-old—crazy—and <laughs> a sixteen-year-old.
2: So, all still pretty young. Brains haven't fully formed yet. They don't until they're 20. Well, a 28-year-old, it should have by now. But but are they terrified by this? Do they understand? Do you sit down and say, Hey, look, I know these people look psychotic. How do you handle that with a teenager?
3: You know, um, she really hasn't addressed that yet. Um, But I will say, that I think there was some worry with her because she's from China. That when the coronavirus started, that she would be subject to some sort of backlash, just based oh, really? on yes. And you know, obviously, there are five people who are going to line up behind her, saying uh, if they do, we will kick their ass. <laughs> um, so you know, there's always that reassurance. So. No, I, I, you know, there's not much, if there is any fear, they haven't expressed it yet. But, oh, good, you
2: know, it, glad to it, hear it.
3: Hard. Yeah, yeah, they're not living in fear, no. But it is
2: you. It's unsettling to us, because now we're thinking
3: is. about the future yeah. of our kids. You
2: know what I would tell your daughter if I were you, if somebody says that to her? She should right. just look at them and say, what are you talking about, I'm Japanese.
4: And just walk away. I was just going to say, <laughs> just tell him you're Canadian. Everybody likes the Canadians. Just,
2: yeah, that's right. Well, I'm Canadian. What are you talking? You
4: take off your hose, or I'm Canadian. Eh?
3: If I could add, if I could add something fun to that conversation, she love it. Add. Um, there's a thing called a Gotcha Day. It's a day we celebrate when when we got when we adopted her. It's the Gotcha. Oh, it's different nice. From her birthday.
4: Now, how, how old was she, Tim, when you guys adopted her?
3: Ten months. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah! Yeah. Wonderful! Um, Wonderful! And and so, uh, yeah. So she's been with us sixteen years almost. So, um, she so we she wanted uh, one of those genetic kits where it can break down her background. Twenty three and Me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, one of those, and um, she is actually part Japanese. Oh okay. Part. Italian, Italian, interesting. Yeah, and I don't know why they, how they figured this out, but they said she's two percent Jewish. Really? Which to me, you know, I, I mean, it's okay. So you're born in Israel, or part? So is it Israeli? They actually said on the thing, two percent Jewish, which is really. Crazy. And there's other, and there are other countries in there too. It might be Korea in there too. She had a whole mattering of, of different countries though hmm. which is weird now you know you can't expect her to be 100 percent chinese i guess but i just got one of those for my birthday so i will be revealing my heritage here in a couple weeks on the tom bernard podcast ah. too, if you want me to
2: No, andy i'm i'm what 0.2 or 0.4 black is that right
1: i'm point 0.2 so that'll make you point 0.4 i northern poor? african specifically so it could be Egyptian. 4, yeah, it could be Egyptian, that's true.
2: But I'm just telling you, I'm 0.4% black, and I'm sick and tired of getting hassled by the man. I'm just telling you. I'm 0.4% okay. sick of it. I'm, well, yes, I'm not totally sick of it, just 0.4% of it. You and Liz Warren yeah, should can't.
1: start a
4: club.
2: Yeah. yeah, Liz Warren, she's what, Native American, she claimed, and she's like 0.000000.
1: 00000 yeah, it was like one four thousandth or something. Insanely tiny I don't even know how they measure that small of an amount. But then everyone was like, that's see she funny. is part native. It's like, well so, yeah, that would yes. I'm that would make me, you know, part amoeba because fifty billion <laughs> generations ago that's what I was.
2: God Peter Stormar was on uh, the morning show this morning he talked about they have found the remains of a, a Native American that's forty thousand years old. Really? I did. I had no idea. That's what he told me this morning. Yeah, it's
3: was like, is he that- as stoic as that as his badass character in Fargo, the movie Fargo? Pretty
2: much. Yeah, pretty much. He he's a great guy. Actually, he's a very very nice man. Yeah. But he was uh, he was he's been uh, doing a deal on the rune stone because he you know he did Fargo during shooting Fargo he went to see the rune stone because he was up there anyway you know in near northern Minnesota where that well, the rune stones is right outside of Alexandria isn't it?
1: I think. Ah. I think you're right. The Kensington uh, Runestone? Yeah. <laughs> Let's so, see. How far, here. From, how far from Alexandria is that? Uh, it was found in the township of Solom in Douglas County. Uh, and how far is that? Well, I mean, it's an area that's so small that you can't even really tell.
2: But I mean, how far is it from Alexandria, Minnesota? I will let you know in probably 30 seconds. Okay, I will tell another story then while you're doing that because I told some people yeah, the, over Christmas, holiday, like, how cool is that, that uh, Browerville, Minnesota is the birthplace of two people's mothers that I know of, mine and Tom Brady's. A town of 200 people.
0: Yeah.
2: A town of 200 people. His mother and my mother were both born there, and were both named Tommy B. What do you think of that action?
4: Well, and one I of don't us think that really Tom well is done. a... That's not surprising. It would be surprising if one of yours' name was Mustafa.
1: Yes.
2: Mustafa
0: I B. So.
1: <laughs> I like it. What do you got, Andy? Uh, about 20 minutes out of Alexandria.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. It is up there kind of by Alexandria. So that would be pretty interesting to find that out. I'd I, I find that to be a fascinating story because that, that, that means that the Vikings were here in about 1360.
1: Uh, yeah, 14th century. Yeah, 1362 it says. 1362, well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So.
4: 700 years with no offensive line. It's unbelievable. It's true.
1: Well, they had an <laughs> offensive yeah, exactly. line, believe yeah. me. They definitely That's did some good, rushing though. back then.
4: I've been I've they been writing indeed. jokes all during the holiday break. I get a million of them.
2: You got a million jokes. Yeah.
4: And just dole Tim, them out slowly over me. the year. You
1: got a I joke for us, Tim? I don't tell
3: jokes because I suck at telling jokes.
1: Oh, do you really? Yeah, I'm well, not a storyteller <laughs> myself.
4: Hey, Tim, I've got yeah. one excited stepson at home. You know why?
0: Because the the theaters are opening. Theaters again. are opening again. Oh, oh, oh I yes. Yeah, he's oh, so pumped. God. You
4: know, they're, they're, we're breaking out in civil war, and he goes, "Well, at least one good thing happened. I can go to a movie next week." It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: You're not well, gonna have a civil war, you um, baby. Tom Hanks' new movie. I'll be reviewing that next week. Um, but that's in theaters. That's the only place you can get it right now. Uh, News of the world. News of so, the world.
1: Yeah. Have you seen Soul yet?
3: Yes. Great it, film. And that's on Disney Plus. Yes, everybody can see that. Yeah,
1: we've been—it's been very aggressively marketed on Disney Plus, and we've been wondering if we should give it a shot.
3: Well, uh, there's reason for that. It's because it was supposed to be in theaters. Yep. Obviously, they—you uh, know, this case—they're not charging extra like they did for Mulan. It's gotta—you know—basically just draw subscribers. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if it makes much sense marketing it on the on the app itself, yeah because you're already but, there
1: so you've already yeah. given them your money i don't know but uh actually speaking of which mulan they, they made free recently after yes. this yeah, yeah, uh, premium right. period or whatever ended and we we actually watched it and it was not nearly as bad as we were expecting
3: it's really a good movie. yeah i mean action wise it's beautiful of course Tom, we talked about this when I reviewed the movie originally. Uh, the, uh, the the conditions they made it in weren't exactly ideal. No,
1: with, uh, there the is background that. of yeah. uh, the
3: folks that ran the joint. Yeah, <laughs> terrible, terrible.
1: But it, it had Dua in it, so it can't be bad. Yeah, oh, boy. He's my. I went to middle school with him. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, cool. He uh, played Poe.
3: Oh no, kidding. Yep. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, he was also Spider in, what the hell was it called? True Grid or whatever?
2: No, it was named after the car. Gran Torino? Gran Torino, yeah. There you go. Yep. Huh. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Oh, wow.
3: Cool. Yeah,
2: good actor. He's a good actor, yep. Mm He is Yeah, you should see, you
3: should, Tom, have you seen Mulan yet? The live action?
1: Not the live action one, no.
3: It's great. It feels. It, give it a shot. Give it, it a shot.
1: It. Uh, they definitely didn't try to remake the cartoon.
0: Yeah.
1: It has ha- oh, okay. almost nothing right. in common with the cartoon except like Poe is in the cartoon, and I don't think he's in the original book or you know scroll or whatever it was written on. Uh, but it feels very, very Chinese, and not in the way that you're assuming. It's like you know all the slow motion shots, the kicking spears out of the air, and fire and fireworks all over the place. It's definitely got that kung fu movie feel to it.
3: Yeah. Whereas the cartoon
1: felt very Disney with talking, wisecracking dragons and everything.
3: But you know, part of the reason they filmed it in that area where the the what's the Uyghur? Yeah. The the where people are being enslaved to make. NBA tennis and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Right. Is that the place? Yes. Um, Because they wanted authenticity. And it's like, boy, that's that's an awfully Uh uh, thin line to be walking there to ensure authenticity. I'd say take the hit uh, from the people that don't like the fact that it's authentic and save face with filming it where they film part of it.
1: Yeah, not enough people cared for it to hit their bottom line, so what does it matter? So I have a question Is it a musical? No, there's no, no singing whatsoever, I don't think.
2: Oh, good. Then I will see it cuz I can't do musicals. I can't do it. And I know what ruined me for musicals.
4: You want to know what ruined me for musicals? I am musicals curious as a because boy? I know you're an opera fan. Yes. You great I love you, opera. I you do realize that's basically a musical. It is. Yes. <laughs> well, but basically a
2: musical that's got talent in it. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. I cannot do musicals oh, wait, I,
1: from when I was a l- I think I actually know the answer to this. What is it? West Side Story. You got it. Yep. That's exactly what it was. I go as a
2: little kid to see West Side Story, and I, you know, I'm living in North Minneapolis, so there are a few street mm-hmm. uh, clubs, Sharks and Jets. Yep, exactly. The other Sharks. As soon as they start, "When you're a Jet, you're a Jet for life." I'm like, "Oh my
1: God!" Even as a little boy, I was embarrassed for them. Yeah, I like imagining go, you're in, uh, you're walking around downtown Minneapolis at 2 a.m. A bunch of guys with knives and guns coming towards you, and then they start snapping and singing.
4: And they dance really well. Would that be
2: worse or better? (laughs) They probably think you're mentally ill and just
1: leave.
4: (laughs) I have a musical that you'll absolutely love. Okay, Springtime for Hitler. Oh
2: God, that was funny. That was (laughs) funny. That that was was. hysterically funny. (laughs) It was funny. For those who have never seen it, who are listening,
4: the movie and the play, the producers is uh centered around a musical that was uh, pr- produced on purpose to bomb and it was called Springtime for Hitler it's Mel Brooks and it's hysterical
3: it's <laughs> pretty funny actually i love it but regarding Milan uh. Tom the only part of the mu- yeah so there's no singing but they do have like a, a song like reflection which is a beautiful song you'll get the orchestral version of that during the uh, film. And, you know, stuff. So, so original tunes, you're going to get, you know, just orchestral background music, you know, the score. And then at the end, you'll get the, I think it's a new version of Reflection that is sung over the end credits. So, yeah, there's definitely no breaking out in song in the middle of the thing.
2: Oh, so there's no breaking out in the song? Right. No. Then I might be able all. to watch it. I could, I could watch it. We should probably take a break, huh, Andy? Yes. All right, we'll be right back with Timmy and Sprinny right after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, Boom. We're rocking out, baby. Oh, okay. That's all I know. What? He didn't say anything.
4: He was just well, I was listening the the drum to the drum. Yeah,
1: Apparently.
2: I like the drum playing. I love that. Who's playing the drums? Is that you?
4: No, that's not me. Uh, a guy named Ted Watson. He works in our IT department at Walzer. That oh, was okay. the last rock record we made, and he was uh, hmm. the song that that is the intro to is Shaka Khan's Tell Me Something Good. Now, Ted was a fabulous rock drummer, Had never played reggae before, and could not play funk. And I said, okay, we, we're going to do this tune, but we'll just have to do it differently. Give me a double kick drum intro, and then we'll just we'll play it as if Shaka Khan was in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So that's the version that we did.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Oh, I like that. Yeah.
2: That works for me, absolutely. All right, so what were you going to do? That. What were we talking about?
1: Movies.
4: We were talking oh, about movies, West Side Story and, and musicals. West Side Story, yes. Jets no, that's, right.
2: that's why I couldn't remember, because it's Hitler. such a horrible memory. We we're going to see that thing. Leonard Bernstein
4: wrote that, didn't he? I think so.
3: Mm-hmm. I believe he did, and Steven yeah. Steven Spielberg uh, has remade it, and uh, supposedly, well, it was supposed to come out Christmas, but now they push it back to next Christmas.
1: Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it still a musical? Yes. That yep, would be an yep. interesting adaptation as a non-musical West Side Story. It would be the Sopramas, <laughs> yeah, so, Basically, yes. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, might be making true. a
3: musical seems weird, but,
1: you know. It does seem, well, the music's already all been written, so. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, we'll see,
1: we'll see. Indeed. So, so what else you got
2: coming on the docket, Timmy?
3: Well, there's news of the world, which I'm really excited about talking about next week. I mean, it's weird because some, even with theaters pausing or closing or whatever, Hollywood still insisted on releasing stuff, you know, specifically to the big screen. They haven't done well, you know, like a $3 million thing. So I'm just glad people are finally getting get an opportunity to see it in theaters in Minnesota. I don't know where else. They're still not open in L.A. I don't know if they've ever been open yeah. in L.A. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, there's one show that I didn't mention to you, and I don't know if you'd be interested, Tom. But uh, we just finished the first three seasons, uh, Cobra Kai. If you saw, well, the I heard that's good. Kid, it's really good. Sansevier wins. That's what to I've talk. heard. Fanny well. finished all three within a matter of days. <laughs> wow. fifteen hours' worth of programming in 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 a, probably a weekend, but uh yeah, I love the original karate Kid, and the show is great because it takes place thirty five years after the fact, and uh it's it it definitely gives a lot more backstory to all of the story to the characters and uh it's it ties up some loose ends and stuff. It's really a great show
2: marvelous. I like it a lot, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, looked at the roster because I was very excited to hear that the movie theaters are opening again. And then I looked at the movies that I want and went, I guess I'm not excited that the movie theaters are open again. There's not a whole lot out right now. There just isn't, right?
3: No. I mean, this is traditionally a slow time of the year anyway for theaters. Uh, you'll probably see yeah. a couple, of, you know, low-budget horror films that come out, because horror films generally do great on their first weekend. But I don't even know if you're going to get that, I mean, uh, you know, in, in January. Um, what, you, what you normally also see are um, some art house stuff that dribbles out, only because, you know, normally the Academy says, okay, by Christmas Day or by the 31st, you need to release your qualifying films for Oscars. Oh uh, yeah! They, yep. they extended that period now, so the stuff that you might see starting to roll out in January isn't going to roll out in January now, because now the official release date, they can wait till I think maybe the end of January or early February before they have to release it. So yeah, it's it's going to be a pretty dead month in theaters, at least for the new stuff.
4: So t- Tim, what yeah, is the Minnesota rule for theaters? Is it twenty five percent starting yeah. Monday? Is that
3: what it yeah. is? Yeah, I just don't know, man. I mean, Tom, when you went, because I know you saw Unhinged uh, in theaters.
0: Right, I did, How yeah.
3: many people were there? I mean, what was the, it had, I think it was 25% capacity. Did it ever get to 50? Yeah. I don't even know if it did.
2: I don't know that it did either, but uh, we, there were about six people in the theater. I do know that.
3: That's,
2: so, you know, not a lot. Yeah, it was, there were like six people. That was an interesting movie. I, he, uh... He put on a little weight for that movie
3: he has put on a little and rather another one he did a couple of years ago called the new guys or the wise guys oh, yeah. something yeah. like that yep. something he did yep. with like uh, that. what's his name uh he was in la la land uh, uh so he uh it was you know when your shirt hangs off your stomach that's usually not you know that's a pretty telling telling sign that yeah uh,
2: ryan gosling is what you're gosling, talking about
3: yeah there we go yeah yeah, so, I mean, part of me thinks... Hold on. Uh, Hello, who is it? Hello? Yeah, yeah, my wife is getting it. It's your mom. It's... Can you hold on,
2: guys? Hold on. Not a problem. Go ahead. Not a problem. Just hang up on it, Andy. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> I'm juggling lines all the time here. Um, I understand. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, what what I love about Russell Crowe is he doesn't care. I mean, he doesn't care about what people think no. about him. And he if he wants to enjoy life and, and uh, pound down those pints and, you know, eat 20, 10 cheeseburgers in a sitting, let him do it. He wants to do it. So, you know, I don't, I don't yep. care. <laughs> he, he's no, Russell Crowe. Right. He can do whatever he wants.
2: You are correct. No doubt about that. So... Alright, so everything else is cool?
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, again, you know, you, you mentioned it on the morning show this morning about just how uneasy, you know, people, Tony saying he had trouble sleeping, I mean, it just, yeah. after a day like yesterday, it just there's just such a weird feeling in the air, and uh, you know, it it feels almost weird to, you know, tweet about, oh, I'm going to be doing movie reviews today, or I'm going to be talking about movies, but... Then again, you come to the realization that we just do what we do and hopefully distract people, (laughs) you know, from all of the madness.
2: No, and that's all you can look for. I think basically what what everybody needs to understand is uh, we need to get a big voice, and I'm very serious about this. The people of America need to band together, get a big voice on a Democrat, centrist, Republican, whatever you are. We have got to insist that our leadership get a lot better because right now they're a bunch of pussy whiny babies. Jesus, are they lame? Do
3: You think? This I mean, would I'm be a talking about both sides. That,
2: yes, starting today. Let's go. Well, I mean, yesterday. Right, I mean, though. if there's
3: going to be a flashpoint, I mean, yeah, clearly they're uh, a, yeah. They, they agreed with each other that this is can't happen.
2: No, it cannot happen. That this whole situation. I, look, I. Uh, you know that i had lunch with with trump last april he is not like that in person at all not even it's all an act and i don't know mm-hmm. if he realizes what an asshole he looks like when he does that mm-hmm. I, I don't he, how could you understand how bad you look and do it anyway I, that's the part i don't get you guys get well, it you i'm, you know, I'm,
3: I'm going to stay up this, this morning and with Danny, yeah. I, I said, and, and I'm sure you agree, and Doug and and, and and Andy, you're a billionaire or whatever already. What more do you need? When right. is enough enough?
1: Well, people who have an upper limit of what they need don't become billionaires in the first place.
4: You're right. I was just going to say suppose. that, but not as eloquently. Well stated.
1: Oh, here, here. we oh, go. It's perfect.
4: That's, I think he's exactly here right. Here we go.
1: I was actually just talking about that uh, yeah. with my grandpa, my 94 year old grandfather, about uh, how f- for some people it's just, it's never enough no matter how much you have. You could own the world, you could own every bit of gold and silver in the entire world, and it would still just not be enough. It's not enough? No, and you're for absolutely right. For some reason, some people just, it's, it's like how dogs can eat and eat and eat until they die, they just never get full. A lot of people are Mm -hmm. like that with money and power.
2: They are. That's absolutely true. Matter of fact, that's a good way to close the segment here. So last night, Catherine is on the phone with her father, 94-year-old Don Brandt. Again, he won every medal uh, in World War II except for the Congressional Medal of Honor. Started serving when he was 16 years old. Started uh, uh, freeing uh, prison camps. I believe he was 17 or 18 when that started all throughout World War II. A guy, he'd been, He's still got metal in him from when he got shot in World War II, I think 17 years old. He was then. I mean, this guy laid it on the line, busted ass. He went through, I think it was Auschwitz, wasn't it, Andy? Uh, I, I think don't think it was Auschwitz. I think
1: it was Auschwitz, but it was uh, one of the oh, nearby it? ones. There were a lot yeah, of them the that you never heard bird. of. Oh, there were a ton of them, yeah.
2: But so he's talking to Catherine, and Catherine's got him on speakerphone. And I can't tell you how heart-wrenching it was to hear a 94-year-old man pause, because he's very upset at seeing this capital thing, them charging the Capitol. And this man's a lifetime Republican, lifelong Republican, okay? And he said, I cannot believe this has happened. I can't believe it. And then he paused and said, this is not why I fought in World War II. And it made me so sad to hear that. Like, oh God, it's true. How about the few guys that are left looking and going? This is why we went into a world war for this? Really? God, it's got to be heartbreaking for those guys and women, don't you think?
4: I I would completely agree. I mean, there aren't very very many of them left. I mean, think about it. If he was sixteen when he signed up, and he's ninety four now, that's Mm -hmm. it's got to be a pretty small club.
1: I I think you can actually find that information out. Yeah. So I
2: mean that's a, that's a good way to look at it. It's like could could somebody just listen to Don Brandt and say that's not why he fought in World War II. He fought for America and what America was at that time. And America's a better place now than it used to be, but the bitching's just never going to
1: stop, is it? It's always going to be horrible, isn't it? As of September 30th, there were 325,000 of them left. Wow. Out of 16 that million. Many re- Really? Yeah, that but that amazes me. Well, 16 million people were World War II vets at one point. God. Really? Yeah. 16 million? Yeah. It was Whoa. a pretty big deal. So <laughs> well, I mean, you know. It wasn't <laughs> called a regional <laughs> war, you know? <laughs> no, it was not. Regional War 2 It
4: wasn't a <laughs> yeah, it was re- so regional skirmish. War skirmish.
1: 300,000, that's uh, 2% of them are left. So yeah. it's a pretty small number. Uh, yeah. And it's going well, yeah, down every I? day. Yeah.
3: One of my older brothers is a military vet. Well, two of them are, are military uh, veterans. And the oldest one of those two is also a historian on that stuff. Mm. And I yeah. thought he told me at one point, and I may be exaggerating this, so don't quote me, but I thought he was saying something to the effect of a thousand World War II vets die a day.
1: I wouldn't doubt pretty it.
3: high to me, but when you... When you well, go with that 16 million number, I guess it makes more sense.
1: Well, and every day, the whole batch gets older, and as you get older, your mortality increases. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's going to go up exponentially until none of them are left. That's just how it works. Yeah.
3: So maybe it's a thousand Indeed. a week or a thousand a month, but even so, I mean, that seemed like a big number. Well, but here we go. It it's seems to make more sense.
1: Too well as of whenever this was published, which I don't know when that was, recently-ish, uh, 296 a day.
3: So, more like a 1,000
1: a week. Yeah. Okay. More than 1,000 a, a week. That's yeah. 2,000 yeah, a week. Yeah, more than 1,000 a, a week. That's yeah, 2,000 a week.
3: There, then,
1: yeah. there are projected to be none left by 2032, which seems very late to me. Boy, that's really late. 12 years from now? Another 11 years from now. It's 21. Well, that's true. But, um, well, I mean, I guess if you consider the fact that, uh, some people do live to be, and they're like 110, 115 years old. Not many. Not some many, do, but some.
2: All right, got to wrap her up because Doug is champing at the car selling secrets bit. That's to sell cars. <laughs> That's all I know. Timmy, thank you, sir.
3: Yeah, have a great weekend, everybody, and uh, we will talk next week
2: works for me, and we'll be back with Car Selling Secrets
0: with Sprinthal. Spreewell, I mean. With Spreewell. That's what it is. We'll be back.